It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Okay, so good evening, um, all the listeners out there. We are here again with Sheba Shares this evening, and I'm so happy. It seems like it's been a little bit of time, but I've been doing a lot of different things. But um, tonight, I have such a special woman, a special guest. I'm going to allow her to introduce herself. So go ahead, sis, Do say what you got to say. <laughs> hello, hello, everyone. My name is Terry King Hunt. I am an author. I am an educator. I am a coach and entrepreneur. And I am so excited because it is my great honor and privilege to work with women and the men who will listen. Um, and I provide them a way to fully share their story and to get a deeper understanding of how their knowledge and understanding their expertise impact the world in the most meaningful ways. Okay, well, that's excellent. That means you're doing a lot. You're doing a lot of impactful, effective, um, purpose-driven work. So that's amazing. So um, Terry, tell me, I know the topic of our show tonight is um, true intimacy with the most high. How did you come up with that topic? Uh, well, first of all, uh, that is my passion project. That is my heart. That is where I know God has called and has appointed and where he is moving and where he is leading. Um, I went through a lot of changes in my life. I had a lot of experiences and I've always been one who truly wanted to have an intimate relationship with God. And then I had kids, uh, you know, you know what it's like to have babies. <laughs> Girl, talk about it. Yeah. When I was reading, I said, wait, she's talking to me. She's talking to me. Right. I knew what it was like. I had children. I was teaching. I was working full time. And it was like my time for God where I was in my prayer closet and really like getting in. You know how we used to go in, right? Be in there for hours. I'm telling you. Flowing high in the spirit. That time was getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And I was like, well, God, like, are we going to fall out? Like, uh, like, do you still love me? Are we still good? Like, did we break up? Mm -hmm. And God was like, no, 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 no. We just have to redefine the intimacy between us. And I went on this journey to understand what intimacy with God actually is. And I came to discover that that relationship can happen in a closet, in a car, while I'm nursing, while I'm exercising, because I'm in a relationship with God, I'm in a relationship with the most high. He's working with me. He's doing these things with me. And I created some courses and some pathways that just really opened up the opportunity for women who are like me, like you, busy, to understand intimacy with the most high in a new way. And reestablish and we reaffirm their relationships with him. 
Wow. You know, as I was thinking um, and just reflecting on our time of sharing, I begin to think about myself. Um, as you can imagine, you know, everything I do is really a direct connection or reflection of me. And as you mentioned, your journey, your process. Um, and it's only until a few years that I it hit me what you're saying. It hit me. Right. Um, because, you know, growing up in church and, you know, just growing up in church and what that looks like. I was I felt like I was disconnected to the essence of who God is. Right. Mm -hmm. You've heard about God is love. John 316. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. something that you repeat over and over. But as you mentioned before, when life happens, right, mm -hmm. when you get married, you have children, let's say you start a new business or a new position and so forth and so on. And I think because of our relationships with people, we tend to view God the same way. Mm -hmm. so a lot of times people don't understand or accept or handle change very well. So we think all of a sudden that God doesn't understand, accept or handles change. You know, so when I was talking, I was like, wow, this is so amazing. I'm so happy, you know, that we can share this time for women um, to get it too. <laughs> because in that way, it really takes your intimacy to another level. Yeah. Just like with a relationship, you know, exactly. you go through a quarrel, you know, changes, and then you find ways like, you know, in my, during my dating uh, period, you know, like, like I, I am busy, honestly, but you know, there was times where, listen, and we have to have a picnic in the living room. You understand what, like, we may not be able to go out tonight, honey, but we could do something. And it's the it's that same mindset. Um, but more so than anything, it's that same desire because everything starts with a desire, you know? Yeah. So, so, you know, talk about that. What do you think about that? Just your desire. It's the beautiful thing that you just pointed out is the exact, well, not the exact situation, but the conversation that you just shared is the situation that God and I went through. I was taking my daughter to dance and I was doing all of these things. I was busy. I was all over the place. And my husband was like, we don't ever have any time together. I was like, yo, you see what I'm doing? Are you doing the same thing that I'm doing? Like, I mean, why are you bringing that to my attention? And I felt some kind of way. And he was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. When you take Sanaya to dance, meet me at Dunkin' Donuts. And for the 45 minutes that she's at dance, we'll have coffee together and just catch up. And that became our, like, that became our weekly routine. That became the thing that I was doing. And like, it became so refreshing. It was like, a cup of coffee was connecting me and my husband and I was driving one day and God was like well can I have coffee with you too I was like that's it like that's it like God I love what you said God is not a man like he is not human that he gets offended when our lives change right he understands He's the one who gives us the ability to birth and give life. Like he gets it. That's he knows it. that these humans don't care if you're on a podcast, mm -hmm. they need your attention. My he attention. knows that these humans have to eat. Mm -hmm. And he knows that if in the middle of our prayer, they start screaming, our responsibility is to meet their needs. And wow. he's okay with that. And he, uh, he invited me 
into the change and I invited him into my change. And together we redefined the relationship. And what I've realized is I'm constantly redefining my relationship with God. And that's what makes it more and more intimate. And that's what gives us the growth that truly is relational. Oh my good. I just, I feel like chills because this is something that um, people need to hear. Like you mentioned in your introduction, um, women, of course, I would say that that's maybe your niche, but men who would listen um, as well, they need to hear it because this lack of real intimacy is really affecting the relationship and they don't, people, most people don't understand its effect until they have that aha moment. Like, you know, almost, almost um, how you said, it's like, I've been missing it all of this time. So, you know what I mean? And it's like, so you've been missing all of these moments. And like you said, if I, uh, uh, okay, let me not, let me not go into my Sheba mind, but I'm going <laughs> to, if I roll over, right? At two in the morning, you know, like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I do it the time, like three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, hey, you know, you understand what I'm saying? So Absolutely. Um, it's, it's so, it's, it's what you're saying is really liberating. Um, it's powerful and it just makes God relatable, you know, because Absolutely. a lot of times people feel as if he's unreachable and he's so, he's so reachable. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, I work with a lot of youth, um, like the youth age group. And that's one of the things that I tell them, if I don't have any other mission, my mission is to make God real for you. Like for you, if I can do it through my life, through me, um, sharing certain experiences, then I feel like I'm doing something here. I can teach you how to pray, you know, or show you how to pray or whatever. I can teach you how to um, worship and, you know, scriptures and all that other stuff. But if I don't teach you that God is real, none of that means anything, honestly, because all you're doing is praying with no connection or worshiping right. with no connection. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So this is what you're, girl, I'm telling you, you're just like, woo. So um, obviously that would lead to one of my questions here, which is, so what cause is near and dear to you? And how do you get involved? Which you kind of alluded to some of this before, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, but if you want to just expound a little bit, then, you know, that would be great. Yeah. So my cause is intimacy with God, right? That's that right. is my thing. That is the thing that makes me smile. I was talking to my daughter the other day and I was like, yo, so like, what are you and God talking about? She was like, bruh. <laughs> like what that's is a new it? word bro right. I, I realized it? i started using it <laughs> so, i'm just it's horrible but so i was like so like what are you and god talking about she was like man so this is the thing god he he was basically telling me that it's okay if i don't like all my teachers i just got to figure out how to get through it and i was like yeah so how did he tell you that he was she was like yeah i was just thinking and i was just talking to him and he was like just deal with this teacher don't let him get in your head like keep moving wow. and that is when i was like okay they're getting it you're getting it's, it you know like she said i wish god had a phone so i could text him and i was like yeah i know right exactly <laughs> when my kids get to the place where they understand that then I realized, okay, they're developing a relationship with him. And that is my, my project. That's my cause, you know? Um, and, and there's a lot of ways that I am working to uh, forward that cause and move that cause forward. One of the things that I've done is I've written a book. Um, yes. I have another book in the works, but the current book that I have is called A Year Without Pants, and it's 52 spiritual lessons that I didn't learn in Bible study. 
And yes, essentially yes. it is these encounters that I had with God while I was doing my day-to-day tasks. And I was, and, and, and my goal is to help people see how God can speak to you in the middle of your most simple tasks. And then through that, um, allowing um, you also to get into the headspace, to get into the freedom that will allow you to look for those same opportunities in your relationship, right? So my book has a component where I ask you what happened? Like, when did your soul stir? What were you doing? Were you sitting at the light angry, right? And your soul stirred. What happened? What did you learn? What did you see? That was God. That was a God encounter and helping you dial into those so that you begin to have them more frequently, pay attention to them more frequently and see them. And so that's the current book that I have. And then I also host, um, uh, brunches, I call them brunch without pants, because I mean, really how more intimate can you get than walking around with no pants on? Like for real, you know what I mean? Um, (laughs) so, so the brunch without pants are opportunities for me to teach people those things that I'm learning, how to become more intimate with God, the barriers that prevent and get in the way of our intimacy, um, what it looks like to take God with you in self-care and things like that. Um, Those brunches that I do um, with women have been truly amazing and very, very impactful. And then of course I speak all over the world, um, speak over all over the country and just go and do ministry wherever God has called me to do it. That's absolutely amazing. One of the things that um, I was going to ask you is your brunch um, without pants, is it virtual? Yes. Yes. Oh, excellent. So that means people can plug in from yes. anywhere. Anywhere. Yes. Okay. Now, of course, I want to start doing more in-person brunches, but I, I, you know, this pandemic opened our eyes to new ways of doing ministry. And I will always keep this virtual component because it has such a powerful impact. Um, And then, of course, I'll do in-person brunches also because, you know, there's nothing like being in person. Connectivity, right? Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, There's one thing that you mentioned, and I want you, (laughs) because in the in the world, the beautiful world that we live in, right? <clears throat> There's this term that I think is absolutely hilarious. And yes, I am being very sarcastic, right? And this term of toxic, mm. <laughs> right? And you know, the social media lingo and you know, the um, just everything that comes with social media. So this is toxic and this is toxic and this is toxic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So it's interesting that you mentioned, you know, um, your why as being releasing women from their toxic religious patterns. Tell me, what does that look like? What does that sound like? So um, listen, one day I sat down and I started talking about my relationship with God, what it used to look like, right? And what it used to look like was me doing something and then being afraid that God was mad at me and then running behind him and being, hey, God, are you all right? Or, oh, hey, hey, it's going on. And then him being mad at me and cutting me off. And like all of these patterns that I thought were true. And I started thinking about it as if it was a man. 
Mm. And let me tell you, if my daughter was having a relationship with a man that I was currently prescribing to my relationship with God, I would be like, that's toxic. You need to let that go. Got it. Oh, you need to let that go. And what I came to realize is that our religious traditions have gotten us so bound that mm-hmm. we're experiencing a toxic religious relationship with a God. Mm-hmm. But what God wants for us is to have a spiritual, intimate relationship with the creator of the universe, with right. him. That's what he wants. And so I want them to release the bondage that they have, thinking that they have these rituals and traditions that have to be checked off and marked off before God is approving of them and will even turn his face towards them because that's not God. That's right, right. false God. Right. There's something else. Yeah. It's something else. It's, it's, something it's else. not God. And that's toxic. And so I want us to release that so that we can get into a healthy love relationship with God because that is mind blowing. There's so many people who don't even know how mind blowing that type of relationship is I'm, I'm so i'm so just without words honestly i'm without words because it's just so um it's life-changing honestly yeah. um and the reason why because as you mentioned before is that it then provokes you to pay attention to your people relation you know what i mean yes. and i was just having this conversation with someone um earlier because i was explaining to them like just being in a toxic relationship. And sometimes you don't know until you're out of it. You know, mm. then your eyes becomes aware. Mm. Oh, this mm. is what that was? You, you know what I mean? This, oh, you know, like you begin to, um, you you come into this place of awareness. Um, and I mean, not to say that people have to get outside. I'm just saying, you know, like you, you sometimes you don't even realize, um, especially with people because, you know, based upon our tradition and experiences, um, that really cultivates who we are. You know, our choices yes. that we make, not only with just life choices, but even relationship choices. Every yes. person, every, everything that we do, it, it, it's a reflection of, you know, our upbringing, basically, you know? Yes. So um, it's, it's a form of healing too, right? If, if, you are, if you allow it to be, right? So it's a form of healing, um, so this is just, this is just absolutely amazing. So Miss Te- Mrs, excuse me, Terry, so tell us, you know, this is just a little bit, as they say, the tip of the iceberg. So right. tell us where, one, where can we find your book? Two, how can we plug into your, um, your, um, brunch, what is it? Without, uh, oh gosh, it, I slipped my mind. The brunch oh, without my. pants, girl, the brunch <laughs> without like, pants. I was like, what am I talking about? Yeah. So tell us where can we purchase your book? Also, how do we plug into the Brunch Without Pants? And then how can we follow you to follow what some other work that you're doing? When's your next book, you know, going to I launch? I know, right? So the launch team, sign us, you know. So just yeah, share, yeah, yeah. plug in yeah. and find you to find out yeah. more amazing work that you're doing. So uh, I'm going to be honest with all of your listeners. Me and social media, we have this love-hate okay. relationship, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I just be honest. I homeschool my kids. I work. Um, I, I'm an author. I ghost write books for other people. I do all of the things. And so because I do all of that, my social media is not 
the way it should be, according to, you know, marketing folks. Right. But um, I tell people all the time, the best way to follow me is to follow me on t- on Facebook. Um, Facebook, I'm at Terry Teaches, right? And then on Instagram, I am at I am Terry Hunt, right? Um, and then the way that you can find my book is to go to terryteaches.com and then do forward slash a year without pants. That's going to take you right to the book. That's going to get you everything you need. Of course, once you purchase the book, it'll automatically put you onto my mailing list. I send out emails and everything regarding the brunches and things like that. And of course, I announce them on my Facebook page. Um, One of the things that I am very consistent about is that every Saturday, I put out a new devotional thought. They're called my Saturday thoughts. And so if you follow me on Facebook, on my personal page, Terry King Hunt, um, I put a new one out every week and it's a beautiful conversation just about what God showed me throughout the week and how he is moving and calling us into a deeper relationship with him. Yeah, those Saturday thoughts, uh, I'll be like, girl, woo-hoo, it's it's powerful. Because, you know, one of the things, and we're going to just kind of, you know, wrap this up, but one of the, I remember I was um, on the train speaking about, you know, what you say, just having those, what I call divine moments. And I was on the train and I... um, I was just standing, excuse me, I wasn't on the train. I was going into the train station rather. And I was just standing on the outside and this thought just came to me. And the thought was that the greatest university is the universe. I mean, just Mm. out of nowhere. And I I was like, well, and I swear to you, it's like, look around and look how much you can see. You know, like look how much you can learn just from Mm -hmm. the universe, as we say, the universe. Um, and so even, you know, when I, when I read your Saturday thoughts, I'm like, whoa, you know what I mean? It's so like, it's so powerful if you just stay connected and you plug in and, you know, you're just very intentional and deliberate about your spiritual growth. You know, we have many financial literacy programs, right. Or, um, financial wellness. And we have, like you said, self-care, um, we have all these other, you know, work, um, workout classes and so forth and so on that focus on many different parts of our development. Um, but we also want to make sure that we remember our spiritual growth too. You know, sometimes that's Absolutely. always the last check <laughs> on the, on the, on the, on the, um, the to-do list, if I can say. So I'm glad that you are, you know, pushing this forward for us to pay attention to what's happening with our spirits. Um, and, and, and you know, mm-hmm. yeah, something that you just mentioned is that experience that you had, that divine encounter. And one of the things that I always have all over everywhere in my house is these little sticky notes, right? And the reason I have them, I have them in my car, I have them everywhere, is because anytime those moments happen, I just write it down. Like I'll write down train station, university is the universe. Like just something that will jog my memory. And then on Saturday, I go back through all of those sticky, those connect, like all of those moments, and I write one, right? But even throughout the week, when I'm doing that reflection, I'll go back and write those encounters down because as you, you know, I, 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 I don't use the word journaling because it intimidates me because I'm not that consistent to call it journaling. But, but when you write these encounters down, you start seeing 
how much God and you talk and it's invigorating. It's like, yo, it like feels like that boyfriend and the way y'all was always texting and always on the phone and staying up late. Like it feels like that when you see all of the times you had these moments where God was like, listen, you see how much I love you, girl. Like, it's like so amazing. And it's just been something that I want everyone, especially women, because women are dear and dear to our heart because we're nurturers, but we are pourers. We pour out everything. everything. And we're not recharging. We pour out everything. And we run around losing our hair, just you know, going nuts. And so for women, I want them to feel what I feel right. when I go through the day. I know what it now is to experience that freedom that God talks about. Mm-hmm. And that love that God talks about. Yes. And you know, it's funny. Thank you for saying that because I, that was a thought that came and it, I lost it because I was going to ask you, what does that look like? You know, when, for you to have um, those 53, you know, things that you didn't learn. In, but I was like, well, how do you do, you know, how do you, did you sit in one moment, but you just mentioned it, sticky no hair, sticky no hair, you know, um, and I remember on my phone, I have so many voice notes because like you exactly. said, something comes and especially songs or anytime that I'm near water, I'm t- my friends so much so that my friends even know it. They're like, okay, if she's near water, something's about to happen. So yeah. it could be a song, it could be, you know, anything. And I'm like this on my, on my, <laughs> I remember when I was on a cruise one time, I'm looking at the water, a song came to me. I'm sitting here singing. So no one's looking like, who's this chick, you know, weirdo, but I sung it and you know, it was beautiful. But so thank, oh my goodness, this was amazing. I'm, I know we were supposed to meet before and you know, things happen, but this was divine. This is the time that it was supposed to happen. Absolutely. Very, very grateful. This is a beautiful Mother's Day gift to women. Yeah! <laughs> I'm going to say that. So I'm I'm going to end by saying happy Mother's Day. Absolutely. All of the women, the mommies, um, you know, the women who who just play a role in um, the next generation and building them up, you know, with the values, with the things that they need so that they can be um, valuable. I'm not going to say successful, but valuable citizens to the world. So Terry, oh my goodness, I'm hoping that you are open to come back absolutely you know or any other thing that you want to do just say hey Sheba let's go you know and I'll we can make it happen so thank you so much again for your time for those who are listening thank you thank you thank you I will check you again on the next Sheba shares peace bye y'all bye-bye thanks for listening this show was brought to you by divas that care connect with us on Facebook on Instagram And of course, on divasthatcare.com, where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.